You're listening to a Mamma Mia podcast. Mamma Mia acknowledges the traditional owners of the lands we record this podcast on, the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation, as well as the Wanarua and the Gamilaroi people. We pay our respects to their elders, past and present, and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander cultures. From Mamma Mia, hi, I'm Talissa Bazaz, and welcome to The Quickie, getting you up to speed daily. Here are the evening news headlines for Tuesday, the 15th of November. We'll soon have access to a new COVID vaccine as case numbers continue to climb across the country. Atagi has approved the Pfizer Community Bivalent Vaccine, which targets both the original and Omicron BA1 strain as a third and fourth dose for Australian adults. The move has been accepted by the Health Minister Mark Butler today, with the rollout to start from December 12. The vax will join Moderna as the second Omicron-specific vaccine on offer in Australia. More than 1,000 people in the New South Wales town of Forbes have been evacuated ahead of potential major flooding with the entire central west of the state on high alert. The SES issued an evacuation warning with the Lachlan River rising faster than expected. Today marks the 63rd day of the flooding crisis as a number of towns remain completely isolated. The New South Wales Emergency Services Minister Steph Cook has spoken about the ongoing devastation being experienced by thousands across the state. Overseas now, and Iran has issued its first death sentence over protests to end clerical rule after the death of a woman in police custody. The accused was sentenced in Tehran court for crimes including setting fire to a government building and disrupting public order. It's understood almost half of Iran's nearly 300 politicians demanded the death penalty for protesters who have, quote, harmed lives and property. Rights activists claim at least 20 people are now at risk of the death penalty in Iran. It comes after nearly two months of protests sparked by the death of Masa Amini, a woman who had been arrested by the morality police. The protests prompting authorities to unleash a crackdown, which has now seen thousands of people detained. The Australian Prime Minister is meeting with the Chinese President today, the first formal meeting between the two countries in six years. The scheduled meeting between Anthony Albanese and Xi Jinping is on the sidelines of the G20 summit happening in Bali. Australia's youth detention system has been called a national shame as more evidence emerges of the harsh treatment of teenagers inside a Perth jail. The National Children's Commissioner Anne Hollands says a task force is needed to fix a reoccurring problem in youth detention, adding she's pushing the Attorney-General to raise the age of criminal responsibility. It comes after a video surfaced of a teen being subjected to brutal treatment on ABC's Four Corners on Monday night. Some positive news on the economy front with consumer confidence lifting for the first time in six weeks. A bump in the future financial conditions gauge helped push up ANZ and Roy Morgan's weekly indicator by 2.7%, with Australians growing more optimistic about the future of their finances. And new travel data has revealed the number of us ducking off for a European getaway is starting to pick back up. 
According to Webjet data published by ABC, Auckland, New Zealand was Australia's number one holiday destination recently, followed by Bali, Indonesia, and there's growing interest in Tokyo, London and Singapore for the months ahead. And that's your evening news headlines. If you want more from The Quickie, check out today's deep dive on stealthing. Listen to The Quickie wherever you get your podcasts.